We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of drinks. Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 219 On this episode we've got some news And then we'll be talking about the Veronica Mars movie And then discussing recent episodes of The Blacklist, Psych, Scandal, and Heart of Dixie uh, Plus some TV on DVD picks at the end you can find some full. You can find the full show. God, I can't even talk. You can find the full show notes <laughs> with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com/slash/two-one-nine. I'm Jason, the TV holic from tvholic.com. I'm Ray from raylee.com, and joining us today is Liz from Nice Girls TV. Thank you, Liz, for joining us on the podcast this week. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Even though I'm, I'm kind of joining too. So, hi, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Liz. <laughs> All right. First up, we got a couple of uh, news items. NBC announced some uh, renewals this week. Uh, they picked up uh, Chicago Fire for a third season, uh, Chicago PD for a second season, and Grimm for a fourth. And then they also made the Parks and Recreation pick up for a seventh season, uh, officially official. None too surprising. I mean, those, other than they already have things like The Voice and The Blacklist, that stuff's already been renewed. So for their other shows, these are the ones you would expect NBC to, <laughs> to pick up, given given what their lineup is like. Any surprises in there, do you think? I'm a little surprised at Parks and Rec. I I mean, I don't watch it, but I I don't know. Wasn't it on the bubble or something? Everything on NBC is on the bubble <laughs> for the most part. Uh, but I think, I think it exists on the bubble. Yeah, I think it's yeah. still sort of their overall ratings-wise. I think it's still kind of – while it doesn't do great, it's still one of their higher-rated comedies. And when things like – the Michael J. Fox show and every other new comedy so far that you've, uh, other than, I guess about a boy is doing and growing up Fisher are doing kind of okay, but they're also playing right after the voice. So who knows what they would do, you know, just on their own, but so far their new comedies have, uh, not exactly done much of anything. So in a world where you can't cancel everything, cause you can't just, Every year you can't be putting on like a completely new lineup of TV shows just from the expense of it, of of having to. But yeah, so that get, that got picked up. Chicago Fire and Chicago PD have actually been doing pretty well for them. And Grimm does really well for them on Friday nights. And so those are like their, those are like their hit shows, that and the blacklist and the voice. So you, <laughs> And that's it. NBC out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think there's a good possibility that like Community could get like another 13 episode season again because Oh my god. Are you kidding? You really? <laughs> just because of everything they, you know, just to have as filler for the season, you know, at oh. at some point. And then hopefully Hannibal gets picked up. I mean, that's the only other thing really on their schedule. Except for maybe Parenthood as well, like those two that, you know, for them to to pick up. But I 
some of those they're still waiting on you know the overall numbers to see how you know Hannibal does throughout the season and then as normal compare what they think they can do with their new you know whatever new pilots they uh, they're in the process of making right now and what they think of those uh, as opposed to what they're already getting with something <laughs> then they'll make their final decisions on in uh, early May we'll find out what's uh, what's really going to be and then uh, also USA Network uh, has renewed white collar for a sixth a six episode sixth season which is most I I agree it's most likely going to be its last season just based on the way it's gotten put together and that it's only six episodes and and uh, it even seemed like for a time like there was a possibility that they might not even be able to make a deal to get these six episodes. But the press release that USA Network sent out says nothing about it being the final season. So everybody, yeah, I noticed that everybody's reporting that it's the final season because it's such a short, ep- short, uh, you know, episode order and what's gone on around it. But I haven't seen anything from like USA Network or from any of the actors or the you know, the people behind the show that have said anything that it's officially not that as we've seen though, from uh, NBC universal stuff, they, they they wait till the last minute to actually tell you uh, like they did with psych and stuff like that, that things are uh, actually going to be gone. But uh, I just thought it was funny that like every headline I saw said final season renewal for short season. And, uh, but yet I read that press release myself and there's nothing in there that says final season. I actually read it twice just to be sure <laughs> that I didn't miss it because I was seeing everybody final season of white collar. But I even told my daughter, cause she's a huge fan final season. And, but nope, I didn't see it anywhere. So yeah. And in some of the stories that I saw, I didn't see like a secondary source, like, the creator of the show says, is, you know, that yeah, we were able nothing. to get or anything. I mean, it's it's likely one of those stories that's likely right, but I can't find any actual fact that, that that's been that that's actually, you know, that you could 100 percent confirm that. So, yeah, wait and see. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, well, like so in this case, would they air they start airing those final six episodes, and then with three left, they would say the final three episodes, like they did <laughs> with with Psych and their final five or final six episodes or something, or or they've or they did over on Sci Fi with Being Human with you know saying that this was the final season about halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe maybe three episodes in, we'll get the we'll get the official official word that it's the final season. You know, I'm okay with them doing stuff like that. I got to be honest, because otherwise, you know, you find out at the beginning of a season that this is the last season and you, you can't focus on the show. We're, I mean, we're dealing with that already with True Blood. You can't, they already know that this is the final season of True Blood and that's all anybody's focusing on. No one's going to focus on the show, how well the stories are put together for its final wrap up, nothing. And kind of, it's kind of sad. Yeah, but on the other sure. hand, you end up you end up the other direction though with people thinking it's probably the final season and wondering if it's the final season and they spend all their time <laughs> wondering about that instead of the the show itself. So <laughs> Come on, people, Can't... just watch the bloody shows. 
I'm if if this is the final six episodes, I'm I just want them to whether they tell us or not, as long as they tell <laughs> the people making the show so that they right. know is once the show's been on for a while, especially the way cable does, you know, these things, the way they film things and stuff like that, that when a show actually airs is sometimes a really long time from when it was filmed. And so, like, if all of a sudden ratings start flagging or something like that, they can't just go back and, like a network show, if you're coming towards the end of a season, you're still, you know, you're a few episodes behind where you're airing. And you could, you know, a network could come in and go, we're probably going to cancel you, so you might want to change, you know, think about what you're doing for the last episode or something. But with cable shows, they film them and then... You know, like the Warehouse 13, you know, the final six that they did for that, that's going to start up in April, they filmed those last summer. Yeah. You know, those have been, those have been long done for like a really long time. So as long as they know that it's their final six episodes and they can wrap up storylines that uh, they've been doing, that's, that's all I really care about. Okay. Next up on the on the list of things to talk about is uh, the Veronica Mars movie. But first... I haven't even seen it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ray, did you get a chance to even see the movie? No. <laughs> uh, but I Ray... haven't yet seen it a fifth time, so, you know. I don't know if I can, make, can qualify to talk about it. <laughs> Sorry. That's the... Uh, where you... You saw it in a in a theater, and you've seen it online, and you <laughs> watched it over here. But you did get a chance. You were out in California for Paley Fest. I was. So how was the uh, Veronica Mars panel at Paley? Uh, it was good. We uh, They showed us the making of documentary that if, if you buy the DVD of the movie, um, will be on the DVD. Um, and that was good. It did spoil a little something from the movie, unfortunately. For somebody who I have like not watched any videos, I have not, or I hadn't, you know what I mean? I have now, but. And then the night before you saw the movie, they spoiled something for you. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, a year in the making, I have not been spoiled. And in that one night before the movie, I got spoiled on a scene. Um, But the documentary was really good. And then it was just nice to see that group together. Obviously, they've been together for the past few weeks, but, or had been together for the past few weeks. Um, but you know what I mean? To see them up on stage again and talking about what it was like to film with each other. Um, that was nice. I missed it. Uh, and they're just fun anyway. And they enjoy the fans. So, um, they're pretty good at interacting and doing that kind of, you know what I mean? So it was a nice panel. It looked like it was a, a, a lot of fun from some of the things I've read that came out of, out of that panel. And then you, uh, wasn't it that night? Didn't you go to see the movie? Yep. We, like, I saw a lot of people that I had known from the Veronica Mars fandom. And then that, so we went and had a drink and like had to hurry up our drink because we had to be at a 12 o'clock showing. <laughs> <laughs> a 12.01 showing. Um, and it was funny because the three of us I went with, Susie Q. Jenny, who's online, and Amory. Um and there were other people who were not going to go to the midnight showing. Like they had plans to go to other showings. Um, but then they talked to us at the panel and then they're like, by the end of it, like we had texts like, we're going to the midnight showing. 
Um, and I think it was just because once you're there at the panel, like you get excited to see it, and then you're like, I can't wait another like they were gonna go on Saturday. You know what I mean? They're like, I can't wait till Saturday to go see it. I gotta see it immediately. So, um, so it ended up there were several of us who were there at the movie together. We weren't sitting together, but we were all there. Um, and then just like. It was just fun because it was a 12 o'clock showing. So, you know, it's all just fans. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even the people who might stumble upon the movie that's in the movie theater. It was all just Veronica Mars fans. So it was a fun way to watch it because, I mean, we were all really quiet while the movie was happening. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like we would when, when it was done, we all clapped and cheered, whatever. So that was kind of fun, like because you knew you were watching it with people who all understood <laughs> I don't know if they all loved it like I loved it, but we all at least had the same feeling going in. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, we're going to get time with these characters that we thought we wouldn't get any time more time with. So, I mean, the bad thing about the movie is the movie ends and you're like, OK, well, I want more now. <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> yeah. I was over it before, but now I want more. <laughs> yeah, you're like, so. uh, that's all fine and dandy that you're releasing novels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to continue the story, but I want to see this, you know? Yeah. Were you waiting for um, next week on Veronica Mars? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We start. The- Even if it had just been like a little, like, you know, at the end of the credits, been a little joke, like next time on Veronica Mars. Yeah. So that would yeah. be cute. But <laughs> anyway, so then we went to that and then within 12 hours, we were back at the movie theater. <laughs> Which is kind of sad because Jen lives like an hour away from the movie theater that we went to. So we weren't we didn't go to that same theater for the next showing. But we obviously didn't sleep like a full eight hours to get up and go to the next one. <laughs> so that was fun. It was a fun way to do it. And that theater was like on a mid-morning – well, the first showing of the day on a Friday. Um, it was actually pretty decently – it wasn't like full. You know what I mean? Like not all seats were taken. But it had a decent number of people like – I wouldn't even see that in a normal th- uh, movie, so um, I'm sure most of us were fans. But they said for the, the that opening weekend that it was the second. There was only one other movie that did like higher per theater. That was you know something I can't remember which one that was, but uh, I think it was the Grand Budapest Hotel or something that was also oh, out probably. in like a. It was also out in like a small number of theaters. But the per theater average was like super high for like both those movies. Yeah, I went and saw it Friday, you know, the Friday morning, uh, like first showing, you know, around like 11 something. And there was, I don't know, there was a, a decent number of people in the in the theater. And it's, you know, there's a, it depends on, you know, it sort of depends on the movie. I usually go to the early showings. Because the early showings are only six fifty at the theater theater near me, all any showings before noon are six fifty. So I usually go there, except for Veronica Mars, where they were charging full price all day long, huh. and, uh, and just, at just the theater that was closest to me. Uh, at the at other AMC theaters, at the two other AMC theaters in the area that were playing it, they had all the regular. <laughs> All the regular they, prices at showtimes, but uh, they knew but that's yet, where you were going to go. Yeah, but yet, <laughs> even at full price in the morning, there was still you know a good number of people in the theater that that came to see it, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I I I liked it a lot. How about you, Liz? 
I loved it. We went, uh, my daughter and a friend, we went uh, Saturday afternoon. And, you know, like you guys are saying, it was a pretty fair fair number of people for a Saturday afternoon um, paying full price. I didn't really mind. I felt like this movie was really a love letter to the fans. And it's it just, I don't know, I, I wasn't disappointed in any of it at all. I really felt they gave us what we wanted. And I, I felt like people who didn't follow the series wouldn't have had a bad time watching this movie. Um, if they just kind of, oh, Veronica Mars, I wonder what that's about, and go in and see it. Um, just because of the way it was filmed, that, you know, they're they're talking about it being that noir feeling, and it really was. It was kind of fun, the way they filmed it, um, just to, you know, for me, be a step back in time. I'm, I'm an old movie buff, and I... I really like the way they filmed it. And I like the story they told. I like the journey of Veronica from, you know, New York going back to Neptune and, you know, realizing that that's really where she belongs. She she doesn't belong as a, you know, high-flying lawyer in New York. So I, I really loved it. Um, I, I didn't mind paying full price to go and see the movie above, you know, being part of the Kickstarter and all that. I would do it again. I'll buy the DVD because I want to. I want more. But Just, yeah, because the the more this makes, the the more likely they are to. Well, exactly. Money talks. To try and do anything other, you know, any type of uh, future projects, um, you know, it definitely it plays out as you know, kind of a super episode, but yet also compact of a mystery into, in, you know, instead of a, a big mystery over the course of of a season like Veronica Mars was so good at doing, Mm -hmm. but they also, they also set up the beginnings of, you know, sort of the big, a bigger like corruption, uh, you know, storyline in, in that town, uh, which plays off of how the stories that they've always, you know, told during the series, the, the rich and, you know, powerful in, in that area and the not so, you know, not so much, uh, and you know the struggle between the two of them. And yes, there was, you know, there was things like uh, they could have had, uh, like Weevil get shot by anybody that was obviously rich. But of course, they have. To, <laughs> of course, they make it somebody that fans are going to recognize, and, and things like that. Uh, but those those things I didn't care about because I still thought it it told like if you went in there having not watched any veronica bars i think you could see a decent movie uh you know and you know there would still be times where things were funny and stuff there were just other times where it was more funny if you had seen the series right you know there were you know there were lots of things that happened that that had more of a kick to them if you you know you were a fan but overall I, i thought it was i thought it was a lot of fun and any any of the so some of the reviews and things that came out were like the biggest complaint was that it was too fan servicey, and you were like, <laughs> "Is that it? What <laughs> this, this this movie is bought for and paid for by the fans?" And right, who, how would you not give them things that they you you know that they want <laughs> in a movie while still setting up? the possibility of future things that where the storylines don't have to be 
you know, that type of fan servicey with the cameos and bringing tons of people uh, back, as long as you had a the core, you know, some of the core people going forward. The cameos and bringing the people back doesn't even bother me because that is how the show was, like, <laughs> as a universe, you know what I mean? I guess it's just because of the idea that it's a reunion, whatever, but, like, the show always used the same um, not the same cast, but you know what I mean? Like they always used people from their own universe. They always pulled people from their universe so that it would feel like a real place. So I felt like the, the movie was just an extension of that and it doesn't hurt, you know, like it gives something to the fans, but it doesn't hurt the people who are just going to see it because they don't know those people anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like it's fan service to those people. Do you know what I mean? It just feels like, Oh, there's just a person. You know what I mean? Like they know that person. Of course they know that person. They're from that town. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually know somebody who just walked in, you know, to see it. Um, she she had been seeing all the buzz online and stuff and um, heard me talking about how excited I was to go and see it. And she was looking for a movie to go and see with friends. So they went and saw it, not ever having seen a single episode of Veronica Mars. Didn't even know what it was about. So they went in and they saw this movie and she really, really enjoyed it. She didn't have to know the backstory. The first two minutes were enough for her to lay it all out for it, you know, as far as the characters and where they came from. Um, she loved it. She thought it was a really fun movie. She just enjoyed it for entertainment purposes, which is what she was looking for. She really liked it. So, well, I don't know, sometimes, hear. yeah, I, I really was interested to hear some, after reading, you know, what you guys were, what you're talking about, what the, the critics were saying. Um, I, they don't get it sometimes. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, like, I, look at, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead, because you're finishing a thought. I had something different to say, but go ahead. They they go into a movie with the the a job to do, and they're critics, and that's what critics do, I guess. I don't know. Then, if they want to kind of put everything in a box and say, "Well, this is just made for the fans," whatever. We know what it. We know what was good. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. And I, I mean, their job is to overanalyze it. So that's what they do. They overanalyze it. Right, right. Um, what I was going to say, it's good to hear it only because I, one, the one thing I kept saying to people who kept asking me how I liked it, people who had seen it or were involved in the show, whatever. Um, I was like, I liked it a lot. Like, I loved it. I'm not sure I could be objective because I love <laughs> yeah. the show. You know what I mean? Like, even people who are like, oh, but you're so such a cynic. And I am a cynic, don't get me wrong. And I am very picky about my shows but um i love veronica mar and i love the ending of veronica mar so if anything the only thing that would be hard for me was if i felt like it ruined the the show ending which i didn't feel like it did like it kind of played off of that so um well except for one thing because i don't understand how there's no mention of what happened with Vinny and the election but (laughs) (laughs) um um but the I had no like every time somebody asked me, I was like, Well, I loved it, but I can't tell you how somebody who'd never seen the show would feel about it. Like I just don't I just don't have the ability to look at it from that point of view. So I had no clue how they would feel about the movie. So it was good every time I heard that somebody who hadn't seen the movie, hadn't seen the show, had gone and really liked the movie. I heard it from different places too. So mm-hmm. so I'm glad your friend also had that experience. Yeah. It was good. I can't say enough about it. <laughs> it, it, it really was. I mean, in a lot of respects, they slipped back into some of those characters 
you know, even though they showed, you know, growth in, in some of the characters, they you could still see that base from where they came from. The, you know, the stuff between Veronica and her dad was <laughs> was great. And it was just, yeah, it just was, uh, I thought they did a really good job of creating a story that made sense to have all these types of cameos and bringing people back and stuff like that with doing a reunion and and you know bringing her back to to Neptune so that it didn't feel the cameos didn't feel like oh hey look at this person you're supposed to remember you know yeah. that, right. that type of thing they they felt like they you know they weren't just really like cameos like they really were part of uh uh part of it i like that they used you know people that you know from the series or that you had seen before as you know some of the major parts of the mystery and and uh, you know that was that was going on it it just all really worked for me i i think and some of the complaints about the idea out there that like veronica is like taking a step backwards by uh staying in neptune and i'm more like no she's not taking a step backwards i'm not i don't think that like her all of a sudden leaving and not talking to a lot of people from you know from her past and pursuing a law degree and going after this big law job is like that's not veronica that's like she's in that respect she's not really being true to herself she's running away from and that the story had her coming back and realizing that there needs to be somebody like her in this town right uh, to help her you know her friends and the people that she she loves and that to me that wasn't a step backwards that was like her really coming more into realizing who she is and what she should be doing agreed yeah that's what i meant by um the journey um throughout the movie of her realizing that you know, it took heaven to go and help Logan again, um, you know, and then to realize that somebody, a friend, you know, was involved in something really, really bad <laughs> um, and yep. then getting killed. <laughs> you know, so I think it, it took all of that for her to realize, you know, it's it's down and dirty here, but this is this is what I do. This is what I've always done when she pulled out you know, her old cell phone and she went through her, you know, the box. I just kind of felt like she really needed to, to be reminded really of who she is and not, you know, just kind of pretend, you know, a wannabe because she was never a wannabe. That's, that's the O Niners. <laughs> yeah. It, yep. it, it just seemed that some of those things that I read and stuff that you were like, but if you play it out the other direction, you're saying that if she, stays with Piz and pursues the law degree or the law, you know, stays at the law firm and, and has a maybe happy life with a guy that she loves, but it's not really in love with, but he's a great guy. I guess on like the face of it, that's like a better choice, but not if you're not really yourself in that, in that life. If you're just sort of, doing it because that's you're you're trying to stay away or get out of where you came from uh i i never i couldn't wrap my head around that as being something i thought that that 
that storyline was I thought it worked really well as to why she would come back and stay. And the the idea that you would think that she would she should have chose the other direction seems foreign to me. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. It's like, yeah, you live a good semi happy life, but you're not really you. But yet that's progress. And I was like, no. We've gotten we've now have progress and I like where they're they're at and it does again uh make you they they left it uh in an interesting spot for possible continuations in various different forms either uh I personally I would love for Netflix to do a 12 episode or 13 episode season or something because, Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because I'd like to see like a mystery play out over a course of episodes like we got to see back. But then if if the way for you to get more is for them to do another movie in a couple of years, I'd be for that too. I, As long as these characters continue to be enjoyable and they're all having fun, I'm having fun watching it. I want to see uh, more of it. Yeah. Either you're going to read the books. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I will. I haven't got it yet, but is that this week? It's upcoming. Right? Yeah, the the yeah the first one tomorrow. comes out. Yeah, on the twenty fifth of March. So yeah, tomorrow as of the day we're recording this. And, oh, uh, sorry, I forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they already have a second one, pretty much ready to go down the line after this one. After the first one's been out a little bit, so and they're supposed to be you know continuations of the story of where things left off uh, in the movie. And uh, I, I like the idea that there's a possibility that if they came back and did another movie, that they could either turn one of these books into a movie or they could just have these things in the books took place between like when the movie and the next thing they do happened. And it it could be, you know, a continuing story in many forms. Yeah. Yay. Is, is all interesting. Make it so. All right. I think that's uh, that's enough about the Veronica Mars movie. But uh, if you went out and saw it and enjoyed it, uh, let us know what you thought about the Veronica Mars movie. Especially if you were not somebody who watched the series but went and saw the movie. I, I would definitely be interested in hearing your opinions on that. And you, you can leave uh, comments on the show notes at tbtimes3.com slash 219 or... Uh, send us an uh, email at feedback at tvtimes3.com. And with that, we'll jump into the primetime segment. Uh, the first up is The Blacklist, Season 1, Episode 16, Mako Tanita. And it's finally gotten some, <laughs> gotten some interesting places here in the last uh, couple of episodes. What do you think about this episode, Liz, and uh, where we've come so far in the series? Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't pick on me. <laughs> it was a gamble and I lost. I'm actually behind two episodes. Oh, you're behind. I'm behind two episodes and it sucks. I know. I'll get I'll get spoiled. That's okay. I don't mind. Are you sure? Cuz I can vaguely. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't don't don't. Cuz I'll probably just go and read recaps anyway just to catch myself up. And then get jump back into watching it live on Monday nights. I enjoyed this episode. I am happy. I was actually hoping this episode had a little more. 
about um, – why am I blanking on our husband's name? Tom. Tom. But I'm happy that we're finally making progress in that area, um, which is what I've really been waiting for, I think, at this point. Because um, it's like they know when I'm getting to the point where I'm like, uh, maybe I could stop watching. <laughs> And then all of a sudden they draw me in. Um, it's like they know. So uh, that's how I was kind of feeling right before all of the Tom stuff started happening. Not because I don't like the show. I do like the show. I just um, I don't need the week to week capture the whatever person. You know what I mean? Um, not that I don't need it. I understand whatever. I, I when it becomes just that story for so long, I get tired of it. Um, so to finally get some answers about Tom. Um, was exactly what I needed to get me interested in again. And um, like I said, I kind of wished we had a little more of that. Um, but I thought the overall story was pretty good too because I liked the um, – you guys, it's horrible that I don't ever remember anybody's name. <laughs> What's the guy, the FBI guy? Uh, 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 I'm blanking see? on his name. The one that's played by, <laughs> the one that's played by Diego Klatinoff or whatever his name is. Is that who sure. you're talking about? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the whole story was about him and his buddies. Yeah. And, and, and the, you know, the guy that was out for revenge and, uh, yeah, like I thought that story was really good and I thought it showed like it, um, I mean, it was shocking the thing that happened. <laughs> I'm staying vague for you. <laughs> you don't have um, to, because if it's bloody, please tell me now. <laughs> um, no, somebody dies. Um, oh, Okay. His girlfriend, who I mean, like, I don't know that any of us are like emotionally attached to her because she just came back. But um, like she was his girlfriend that, you know what I mean? Yeah. He had broken up with whatever when he was in the hospital after the whole FBI invasion. Um, Anyway, um, so she dies. So that was shocking. Um, Shocking, but also died in the most stupid way possible. That w- yeah, that really bothered me. I was thinking me. to myself, "You're an idiot. What? Like, <laughs> can you not see what's happening? And you're just walking down, like as as you can see it playing, like as her, you can see her walking behind him on the street. I yeah. was like, that woman is an idiot because everybody like, she deserves it. <laughs> everybody gets out of the out of a car in the middle of a gunfight and walks right down the middle of the street to find out what's happening <laughs> towards the gunfight. <laughs> towards when, the gunfight. When you know that your boyfriend is an FBI agent, and it's probably a serious thing, as he's actually shooting. <laughs> like it's not like it's not like you don't know anything. You know what I mean? Like you know who he is and what he does for a living, and you know this whole thing is happening. So like she, whatever. Yes, it was stupid, um, but it was also shocking that they they were killing. Like they were willing to kill her off. <laughs> they had just started that storyline. Um, but, I mean, I felt like it gave him a little more depth, and I think he got to see a little bit of um, maybe what happened with Red, um, so that maybe he has a little, you know what I mean? Like, he's starting to understand Red a little bit more than um, the other FBI people, so um, I kind of liked that part of it. And um, they continue to tease us with Red and <laughs> whether or not she's his daughter. <laughs> or what the connection is or why uh, right. you know what what exactly there is and but they've thrown in now where you knew some somewhere along the line they were finally going to do something with Tom but what is the who 
in Germany, <laughs> you know, who like who is he working for and what is their interest in red and their interest in all things that red has been interested in over the you know over yeah, the Yeah, especially since they they clearly implanted Tom in, in Elizabeth's life long before red involved her. So like, how did they know that that was what was going to happen? That was an interesting. And I'm kind of sad about well, that, the. It's something. To, well, that uh, yeah, that's some of those things. They they end up coming. Some of it is they. I think it was they saw the connection that Red knew the. I don't know the, you know, her father that died earlier in the, in the season, and that there was some reason that he was had you know, contact with uh, them and, and Elizabeth over the years uh, that they knew that. So they were just trying to get close to her in hopes that they could find out why. And then, you know, it could be that red, you know, red obviously set Tom up in the, you know, in the, in the pilot, uh, you know, in the first few episodes uh, with finding his, you know, having his go box get found and, him having to try and get out of that. So, and Red has always said, he never says fully, he just says you shouldn't trust him, you know, type of thing. It should be a drinking game. You you wonder how much <laughs> he actually yes. knows and is why when he decided to come back, since these other things had been taking place, he decided that, you know, Elizabeth Keene would be the FBI agent that, you know, the only one that he would talk, talk with. But I'm interested to know. see... They dropped a whole lot of information in the previous episode about Tom, but yet not a lot of information. Like, it's a lot compared to what you had, but it's still sort of vague enough that you don't really know who or what or why Tom's doing anything. And uh, and so it's just, you know, it just left you with the bigger questions but yet made you feel better about the, when are they going to well, drop this bomb? <laughs> when are they going to expand this out? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it made you feel good that you knew that for sure something was going on with, you know what I mean? That it wasn't just Red saying it, that there really was, like, it, it really was true that there was something going on there. For At least for me, that's how I felt. Like, it was finally confirmation. Yeah. Which is what I needed because I was sick of the, is it or, you know what I mean, is he yeah, that it wasn't just Red not? trying to make him look bad in the beginning. It was Red actually helping to ferret him out in in some yeah. respects uh, in the beginning. And I mean, they may have they may have used her and Tom to try and get a react. You know what I mean? Try to get to Red. I think is quite a possibility because um, I don't think Red knew everything. That's why he was letting the girl, um, you know what I mean, do her thing. Um, in tracking down Tom, because remember how he, whatever, the guy from Fringe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody's name, you guys. Well, the, the guy in the cowboy hat. Yes, uh, and, the cowboy hat. Um, and how he Cadillac. was letting him, how the guy had said, do you want me to bring her in? And he said, no, let her keep doing whatever she's doing. So I think he was letting her. Yeah, once he saw that, where you know, he he had been looking for her because... She's been, you know, she's been out there before and, you know, finds out what she's been doing and that he's been, you know, she's been tracking him. 
But then there was a, the interesting dynamic between where Tom, he's like doing his job from for whatever group has sent him to do it, but yet somebody that's sent to like check up on him, he just he does away with them. So, well, I'm not convinced she was sent to check up yeah, on him. I I feel like she was lying about that, but um, yeah, and so that's just another thing where you're like, okay, what exactly? Uh, right is going on uh, and and I'm hoping that you know because then this next episode while really good and gave you some more uh, you know gave some other characters some things to work with uh, story wise it also didn't push forward you know the Tom stuff very much after dropping a whole lot of stuff the previous week uh, but it looks like tonight's episode as we record, is going to uh, jump into yes. that a lot more. At least that's what they hint at in the in in the yes. in the promos for it. So, I'm, and that's what I'm hopeful. I'm, for. I'm looking forward to to episode seventeen. Agreed. All right. Next up on the list is Psych, uh, season eight, episode nine, A Nightmare on State Street, uh, which is the Last episode before the last episode. Oh, psych! What have uh, so, you done? So, Liz, did you did you watch this episode? I more or less I had it on as background noise after the first like twenty minutes. I just didn't get it. I didn't get it. And I, I was, I don't know. I I think I'm so incredibly, incredibly disappointed with what they've done with this season so far that I feel like I wish they would just have ended it last season. I just, I didn't like this episode at all. I feel like for a penultimate episode, it should have been something more. I felt like this was like chopped up and I, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I finally started doing something else. I don't know, playing zombie attack or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which is appropriate. It at least episode. got you into the zombie mood, though, apparently. <laughs> you know, it just, I don't know. I just kind of feel like they're just taking, you know, this season is all about inside jokes and, um, you know, stuff that, that is carried on out on Twitter and they just bring it into the show just for laughs. And I'm, I just don't think it's funny. I, I haven't, I've hardly laughed at all this season and last season. I, you know, I had to make sure I wasn't drinking anything when Psych was on because <laughs> I knew I'd spit it out all over my kids or something, you know, because <laughs> it was funny this season. Not so much. Well, I think there's been I've liked some of the episodes uh, this season a lot and others, you know, a little bit. The thing for me so this season is is because of what they had to do with cast, it just felt so different from the the previous season that you would think that if you're going to do a final season, because I kind of even expected that once we got the notice that, you know, of like the final six episodes, I sort of expected that we would see more of like the old gang back together in more episodes down the stretch than we have. And instead they've it's episodes have still felt, uh, I don't uh, a little bit more hit and miss, but they feel 
some of them feel like they're missing something just because they are. They're missing like half the cast. <laughs> you know. How about you, Ray? As far as the season, it has been very, <clears throat> and I mean, I'm going to put that in quotes, the season, because I still feel like this is the continuation of the previous season. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like it has been hit or miss here at the end. Um, however, this episode I actually thought was quite funny, whereas the previous episode was the one where like, I was on my iPad not even paying attention to what was going on on the screen. <laughs> um, but I liked this one. And, I mean, in a way, I'm actually okay with the cast thing because I feel like it kind of is almost a natural progression to the end of the show. Like, a, like the we can see that the, the cast is changing and the scene is changing. And, you know what I mean? Like, the, the changes that are now happening, like um, Henry selling the house or um, with, with the chief gone and Juliet gone. You know what I mean? Like, those... Like the um, Lasseter getting a new chief detective and that kind of changing the dynamic at the station so that it's kind of making a natural exit for Sean and um, Gus is what I'm saying, basically. Um, and Gus's change of job, whatever, leading to a natural, you know what I mean, um, space for him to do something different. So in that sense, I actually kind of like what they've done with the cast, but it has made the show itself because it's, change the dynamic of the show um it has made that feel very hit or miss like sometimes it works for you and sometimes it doesn't because this is a whole new whatever you're doing you know what i mean but this particular episode i liked actually so i think some of what you're saying is true except that it feels weird in that you have like the chief's not in any episode and then she appears in an episode to say i'm (laughs) i'm headed to you know i've got a new job those types of things make it feel a little more weird be- and a little bit there with uh, Juliet as well, where if you had like seen Juliet more in the beginning of the season, than when she has sort of a big episode and leaves, it would, it would work better except that you hadn't really hardly seen her in the previous, you know, four or five episodes. And, and so it's, it's some of that stuff while, I think the you're right with the sort of the overall story. I I still don't think they've been able to tell it uh, as well as they could have if they would have had access to everybody. Well, sure, but and and that's what's made it feel a little more roller coastery than the last couple seasons have uh, with with what's going on. And I don't know. I think this last episode <laughs> sort of embodied <laughs> the season. There was some of it was just weird. Some of it. Some of it was funny or or well done. I like that they they end up uh like what now although this was in a dream sequence, they've now killed what Kurt Smith like three times or something on the show. Uh you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the, those types of things I think you know, that that type of stuff was funny to me. But overall I think I don't know, maybe I was watching this episode when I was too tired that I didn't quite grasp everything that was uh uh, that was going on, but I thought it was a you know I thought it was a decent episode. I didn't hate it <laughs> like Liz did. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I I get what you're saying though, Ray, about you know about the characters, you know, natural progress and them leaving and doing other things. Um, I I don't think that I have ever seen a series end quite the way they're doing it. So for that. You know, Psych has always been, you know, that 
show that's been a little different and than anything else that you know that's on there that I mean everything is different about it um and so I kind of feel like that fits in to the show the way the show is but mm-hmm. I, I just really didn't like this episode <laughs> no I understand I mean I think part of why I like this because I like like the horror movie thing and <laughs> The zombie, you know what I mean? Like the, those things are my kinks anyway. So it just didn't bother me because those are my, so the kind of the mixing the two with this show doesn't bother me. So I think that's why I liked it more than the previous week, which just didn't work for me at all. <laughs> what, what was, which was the previous week? Like, I can't even tell you because I don't – like, that's how much I'm just like well, – Obviously, it really made an impact on me as I'm asking what it was. <laughs> and look, my my description doesn't even – my uh, TV, I pulled it up on my DVR to see the description. doesn't even give me a description. It's just blank. <laughs> it didn't exist. Much, much the way you felt while watching it apparently. <laughs> it was something because it was the – who was the guest star? It was all the different psychs. It was all the different psych, psych, um, right? I think that's what it was. Like all, like they, all the, like he dials it up to eleven because they're trying to get rid of that new. Yeah, head was detective. The, yeah was the previous episode the new head detective? Yes. Episode. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I actually I kind of like that episode. <laughs> See, <laughs> it's go. all just in here. <laughs> well, I think that 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 Liz is right that like the the it's. In, Oh, sorry. Um, the way it is, like, I think it is one of those seasons where, like, one episode will, one person will like it and, the ne- and one person will hate it. And the next episode, that'll be flipped because it's such a weird, like, it's not your normal psych episodes. You know what I mean? So, like, it all just kind of depends on what your mood is when you're watching it and whether you like whatever they've done this week for the <laughs> dynamic. You know what I mean? Like, but like, cause they're changing it up so much that it feels different every week. So it, it all kind of just depends on how it hits you. And that, in that way, I agree that it's just up and down and I can't like, I, I do think last season, like the true last season was a great season. Um, they did a lot of great stuff. I laughed the whole season long. So like um, compared to that, it definitely doesn't measure up. Um, and I just hope that they're able to, um, get everybody back. I assume they got everybody back for the finale (laughs) and I hope that they're able to, you know what I mean? Like, I hope that they're able to do something good to send it off in the finale. So I do. So that we're all happy. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll definitely be paying attention. (laughs) Okay. I anticipate crying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's a spoiler alert. Amory cried. (laughs) Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't brought myself to uh, to watch it. I, I was like, I think I'm just gonna wait, and just watch it when it airs, or at least on the night that it airs. Okay, we'll move on to the next show on the list, which is uh, Scandal, season three, episode fourteen, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and Liz. Yeah, uh, <laughs> what are you thinking about? Uh, scandal and what they're what they're doing this season, uh, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know how they were going to do this with uh, um, the shooting and who was behind it, and I, I really didn't know how they were going to do that and keep these same characters on the show. <laughs> I was like, okay, mm. 
it was well at least we didn't get any fits and olivia moments thank god for that because seriously i'm so over that uh, i've gotten to the point <laughs> i've gotten to the point when they are in a room together i know what's coming so i you know that's when i i don't know, go get a drink or you know <laughs> i just i have an errand to run or something <laughs> yeah i don't know if there i i guess there's people that do enjoy that part of the show or like that part of the show or you know or that's the reason they're watching the show i don't know that's the from the very beginning like if you go back and were to hear or read anything i said about like even like the first couple episodes of scandal it would have been i really like this except for the <laughs> the, the olivia fit stuff i've i've hated that since the beginning of the show and it's only gotten worse it has got and, and make even less sense uh, in a show that is continued to, I think, has kind of gone off the rails this season. Well, you know, I, I kind of I, I know what you're saying. And honestly, I've been hearing that from a lot of people who the reason they started watching the show is the same reason I watched it was because Olivia Pope was badass. She was badass and she got things done and you didn't go up against her. Um and, and I mean, I like the other character developments in the show um, a whole lot. I've liked all of them, except I, now I feel like they've, they, you know, we ended one season with her putting her white hat back on and we have seen anything but that happen. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, you know, here's another good drinking game. Every time Olivia Pope starts to cry. Really? <laughs> what is- happened to her? I'm just, I I'm find myself just longing for that these characters to to you know buck up, dude. I I get over it. You know, Olivia, you don't belong with Fitz. He's the president of the United States and he's married. Duh. Yeah, it, it just <laughs> you know it's not going to happen. There's just so much there that I really. Like in the beginning, I kind of went away from the show in the first season because, you know, it was I liked the different take on sort of a procedural nature of a show. Uh, mm-hmm. And but what sort of really did get me interested is that they, they ended that season and started up season two with, you know, all this sort of big changes and what's going on, uh, you know, big, bigger mysteries. And those things hooked me and were interesting. But. When you do that and you have to keep trying to get bigger and more twisty and now it seems to me in this season where now they're just doing stuff to do stuff. Like this whole thing of Jake shooting everybody except for David Rosen and having him help to you know, cover it up. I, I didn't get it. I, I don't get how that. I still don't get it, even with the various people that tried to explain it, how that's protecting the Republic. Yeah, I, 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 I still don't get it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it seemed to me that you're helping your boss stay in office because a, a scandal, because uh, something bad that the vice president did would, and his you know chief of staff helped to cover up would get attached to him, and he would. He wouldn't be able to – he most likely wouldn't be able to, you know, even though he didn't know, uh, be able to run again and people would vote for him. So you're saving – you're not saving the republic. You're saving 
him as the leader of the republic in, in doing this stuff and and some of the speeches of like Olivia's dad with you know the 183 and and all this stuff it was like what I I I don't get it I I somebody needs to, it it just didn't fly for me and it seemed like such a huge change in the Jake character in a short period of time that like apparently apparently the head of this uh being the head of this secret uh group is is not just corrupting but instantly corrupting yeah yeah by the way i think joe morton <clears throat> should get an academy or academy <laughs> he should get every award known to man <laughs> He gives every good time speech. He, every time he he's on screen, I just he blows me away. I really love watching him and Jeff Perry as well. You know, as Cyrus, I he, yeah, I, I, I I figured I, they're. I I worry that they're going to keel over in the middle of a scene. They get so <laughs> intense into. They really do. They really do. I wondered if you know one of the others is going to have a heart attack right there in front of us, but um, you know I, I and I but I feel like. I don't know. I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't understand yesterday or this last episode at all. Um, I don't know why Jake had to kill all three um, it, to cover up what? What Sally did? What Sally did? What? Who cares? If you're protecting the Republic and the leader of the Republic, what does she have to do with it? You should be exposing what Sally did and how <laughs> the president had nothing to do with it. Uh, yeah, even if it takes down his chief of staff, and I—I I don't know that—that—that that, that whole storyline just didn't make sense to me. It was all about being able to create a who got shot ending, so that you could yeah. try and bring and and while I've liked the twistiness of the show and the idea that you you know especially in most of you know season two. And a little bit into the beginning of this season, uh, that sort of nature of not knowing what's going to happen next uh, has been interesting and the reason to watch the show. It's now starting to, to me, go the other direction where things are becoming a little more predictable, yet they're still trying to get bigger and bigger twists in things for the sake of, well, we've had 20 twists so far. We need another 20 well, before we end the season uh, type right. of thing. What, and for the, the, just for the sake of we've created something that's twisty, so we got to make – we got to continue to twist. Yeah, but that's not why everybody liked the show, you know? I mean not not anybody that I know, not anybody that I've talked to that watches the show. Believe me, there's a lot. People didn't watch the show for the shock factor. That was just kind of a, an added, you know, a icing on the cake. But people watched the show because of Olivia Pope and her organization, her little, her little band of gladiators. Where are they? Where you know they're she's all even... they're all there helping to cover up stuff and and but they're falling and, apart yeah, now. And they're not they're not helping the little guy or. No, or or helping people, or or even being paid to spend things for people that you know, might not necessarily uh, need to get away with things. But yeah, the some of the basics of the show have uh, completely gone, and they 
they once again at the end of this episode tried to bring back with her like, you know, David, join me. You know, let's lose this one so we can win the overall uh, mm-hmm. thing. Like, I'm going to basically like if she would have just pulled out a giant white hat and put it on like that is like. But over the 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 course of, the, of what we've seen so far, how likely is that to, uh, you know, to, to to actually happen? I don't know. Uh, she just the the character has become seemed less strong, too tied to, well, all the men in her life. Like she, uh, she still <laughs> lets her dad get to her. Uh, even in, when even in those moments where she is trying to get some sort of comfort from him as a father, she's in this completely twisted relationship with the you know the president. And I think, that, although I think the best thing in the show was a couple episodes ago uh, when Olivia lost it and started laughing when she realized all the people that were running for president were murderers. Murderers row. <laughs> that, that, that they and and so. I don't know the. I think some of what happened in this episode kind of brought it back a little bit, but for me, I, it's just it's becoming less and less compelling. With I, I want more interesting character stuff and a you know a group that you could root for, like you you could in the beginning. You know when they had found out some stuff and helped and helped Quinn and. And all these, yeah. all these different things, uh, even though they, you know, she had been involved in, you know, like voter tampering and, and, you know, she was trying to bring herself back from, you know, having gone to the, done those types of things. Uh, I don't know if, if this is the turning point that maybe they go towards the end of the season and they could come back with that in the, in the new season, which they, they really need to uh, get to. Because it's it's starting to get uh, the the hiding of the pregnancy in the episodes is starting to get too noticeable that it's taking away from watching the episode. Yeah, where they they walk into the into the Oval Office and you're like, why is Olivia Pope standing behind the lamp? You know, like. <laughs> And why are we getting a long shot from the door and she's standing behind a lamp in the and those are the things that I'm starting to notice instead of like actually what the conversation's happening uh yeah. in the show. Yeah. It's I I used to this was one of those shows where Thursday night, I don't care what was going on, I was watching Scandal. I, didn't, I mean, I shut down my laptop. Yeah, because you didn't kids. want to know what was happening. I t- exactly. Else or... I, I told the kids to go someplace else, scatter. This was my hour. And now I'm like, eh, I'll watch it tomorrow. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> it's on I'll the watch DVR. it online. Yeah, I don't, you know, whatever. It's probably not going to be anything, you know, really great. Um, you know, and here's the other thing. Are they going to make everybody a murderer on this show? <laughs> like, I'm waiting for Olivia to pull out a gun and shoot somebody now. <laughs> I it's just it's stupid. It's it's I don't I don't I feel like maybe they'll have her take out her mom by the end. Of the, by maybe the end of I don't know, and and you know I would not be good with that because it's not her. I don't know. I would be really disappointed and I don't, we'll have to see, we'll have to see where this season ends 
Um, and I and I think I might decide then whether I want to just watch it for reals or you know watch it through recaps like I did Vampire Diaries for like a season and a half after I stopped watching it. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't even do that because <laughs> I can't without laughing. <laughs> yeah, we're there. There does come a point when you speed through, well, you know, story after story and twist after twist. While it is interesting in the beginning, it's hard to to continue on with that type of stuff because everybody feels like they can't just do another twist. It has to be a bigger, more surprising twist. Yeah. And that's not – but the the bigger or more or more twists or things like that you try and throw into something – the more ridiculous it starts to feel, <laughs> like yeah, and that's the way it feels right now. They 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 put a gun in everybody's hand. Everybody's a murderer. Everybody, you know, you don't like somebody, or you know, somebody wants off the show, just shoot them. I, you know, I just I'm not okay with that. I'm I'm just not okay with that. And I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Olivia and the Gladiators to come back and be heroes for us again. Yeah. It, it, Give me because like, is there anybody? Is there anybody on the show that you're like rooting for? I mean, other than you're like rooting for some of them to become. <laughs> you're hoping they get back to being somebody that you could root for. I mean, that's where you're sort of at in the rooting stage right now. There's, there's not really anybody on the show that you're you're like, I, I you can get behind like what they're doing or. Yeah. Yeah. I. It'll be interesting to see. Got another – didn't they shorten it to 18? So there's another four episodes of the season. Yeah, they shortened it. So we'll see what they do in the next uh, in the next four episodes. Mm-hmm. And lastly on the primetime list is Heart of Dixie, uh, season three, episode 14, Here You Come Again, uh, as it's uh, moved to its new night on uh, Fridays. And, Ray, what did you Jeez. think? After all that talk, <laughs> what did you think of <laughs> what did you think of Heart of Dixie? Uh, it's moved to its new night, and and again having Lemon back uh, on the show. Um, I can't even talk about it. No, I, um, I don't mind it's moved to a new night, except that I'm not going to watch it live because I don't watch TV on Friday night. <laughs> but so I don't mind it on that night. I just in about a week when. How I Met Your Mother is over. I'm going to miss that it's on, not on Monday night. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll be down to back. the blacklist and that'll be it? Um, I watch Mom on Monday, oh, too. Oh, and Mom. All right. That's right. But I don't really watch either of those live because I go to bed. So what I mean is, like, I would watch yeah, on be. that night. <laughs> so, like, it, it'll, I, I basically have no shows on Monday night based, you know what I mean, the way I watch things because I don't watch those other two shows until after. Um, but anyway... Um, I enjoyed having Lemon back. It's nice to have her back on the show. Um, I did think it was kind of funny of how they, pregnancies. <laughs> yes, how they um, made fun of the fact that nobody went to visit her, like to, to kind of like you know poke fun at that she was gone for so long and nobody seemed to ever talk about her. <laughs> Except that they we did have her skyping in. So yeah, they had her skype in a couple skype. times, and and they also did the well. I've been trying to. T- call her for the last couple of weeks but she's not answering right and i like that they made it like so she kind of had her own little thing going um and that's why she wasn't you know what i mean nobody was talking about her or whatever um and she wasn't skyping in whatever um but it was nice to have her back 
Um, which, you know, in the very first season of the show, I'm not sure I would have said that, but, (laughs) um, I haven't, I wouldn't say I've missed her in the sense of like, I actually like quite a few characters now, so I haven't like, it hasn't been every week thinking where's Lemon. Um, but I do like Lemon and I like the, um, I like the, the relationship she kind of has with Wade now and, um, whatever. Um, I think it'll be good to have her back to kind of stir things up a little, I don't know how I feel about her ongoing <laughs> double relationship. Um, I thought for a second that that was going to be like a dream sequence at the end. <laughs> or actually, I thought they maybe would hold the reveal that the um, other guy was also in town um, until the next episode. But um, in general, you know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm sure they'll burn through that story quickly anyway. <laughs> Unless they're going to make one of those two a regular, they're not going <laughs> to... Um, keep it around for too long and I don't know what else oh um, I'm glad that Zoe finally spoke up against her mother and what she was doing although I wish it had happened a little sooner just because it felt wrong that she was going to let her mom do that to Brick after ever you know what I mean like she and Brick were probably I thought in a good place so um, and maybe that's why they did it to kind of screw that up I don't know anyway but I think it also showed the you know, the sort of rocky relationship she's had with her mother that getting any attention from her, like, sort of melted her brain for, like, any thinking about anything else. Yes, I agree with that. I don't know. Anyway, I enjoyed the episode. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. Something about their moving into the house, but I don't remember what it is now, so. I'm not sure how long we'll have the show, but. It actually did, I mean, well, it's hard to it's hard to say. It actually did. I think I saw <laughs> that it actually did better on Friday. Its rating on Friday was actually higher than its last previous Monday airing. Um, I can believe that because it doesn't have a lot of competition on Friday, especially right now. Like I don't know, especially for and for that for that type of show. Yeah, uh, that there's not basically enlisted raising hope would be. The only thing sort of close, you know, because, you know, Grimm and Hawaii Five O and Shark Tank are not exactly are not exactly in the same people looking aren't exactly the same things. You know, people aren't looking for the same things in in those types of shows. So it could be, you know, maybe it's something that if it does, you know, like something like a Grimm or something, you know, that does pretty well. For a Friday night, considering what your Friday nights, you know, normally do, that you know maybe they could keep it around uh, again. I think, uh, given how they've run the network the last couple of years, it seems to me that there's a, a a good shot that at least gets some sort of more episodes past this, unless they've told them that they're ending, because the CW has actually been pretty good about giving endings to their shows that have gone on for a little bit. And you know you're talking three seasons here. That's a that you're pretty well into the story there. So I would think that they're they would have either told them that bring the series to an end or that it you know it might come back. Either way, I think we'll get an an ending in in such that they'll life in the town will go on, but they'll leave you with certain pairings and things like that at the right. at at the end. Uh, for you to go, you know, maybe they, you know, they lived happily ever after, but yeah, I liked, I liked having the sh- you know, show back. 
in in some respects, I I like not having it on Monday nights, except that they replaced it, or did they re- they whatever. I have no idea. I don't watch any CW. <laughs> they moved stuff to the, you know, the stuff that they put on the CW, I ended up watching anyways. Like, they moved the Tomorrow People over to Monday nights. And so, like, Heart of Dixie and uh, Beauty and the Beast left, but then they put in, you know, the Tomorrow People. So there's still, uh, it's it's not like it really lessened. <laughs> the, uh, I could I could actually use a few less things <laughs> on Monday nights. Uh, I'm I, I'm at the opposite. I'm at the other end of the spectrum for Monday night viewing than you, Ray, and mm-hmm. and so I, <laughs> most people are. I know this, but <laughs> well, with the uh, with you know right now with How I Met Your Mother, Mom, and The Blacklist, it's pretty much what you're watching mm-hmm. on, on Monday night. So that's three shows that I'm watching along with twelve others <laughs> on <laughs> on Monday night. So. Yes, there's. So I was hoping. Clearly, you should be a little more discriminating, <laughs> just like right. me. <laughs> That's right. I need to start being uh, more Ray like in my TV viewing. <laughs> but I, I, I liked having Lemon back. Uh, I thought they did a good job of having, like you said, having fun with like her having not been there. And then also going back and, you know, filming some scenes of showing what her life was like while she was, you know, taking care of her grandmother. Uh, I I liked at the end uh, that while Magnolia was back for an episode, <laughs> basically shipping her back off again, but she's going to have to go live with Grandma. Uh, I thought that was funny. And I, I just really like the characters and, you know, the the people in this town. They're just, they have a lot of fun. Uh, I <laughs> I hope we get to see uh, a lot of these events. <laughs> That that the mayor was planning there at the end of <laughs> the, the, the adding to the already huge calendar of events that they have in that little town, because those those episodes are always funny when they revolve around some town event. Well, I thought that was a kind of clever way to make an in joke on me. How this show always has some weird event happening in this town. He's got he's got the the calendar and the highlights out, and there's just tons of. Tons of stuff overlapping, even uh, that he's thinking of of doing. That I thought that was uh, funny, and I think a good night to have a different type. It's a you know it's a different type of show than a lot. Like I said, than a lot of everything else that's on on Friday nights. So, granted, if you're like a Grimm or Hannibal watcher, maybe you're not also a fan of things like Heart of Dixie. But I enjoy the show, and we'll continue to watch through the end of the season. Agreed. And with that, we'll move on to the uh, TV on DVD picks. Uh, these are for Tuesday, April 1st. Uh, not a joke. They really are coming out on the 1st. Mm-hmm. My pick is uh, Broadchurch, season one, eight episodes, mystery in a small town, uh, lots of interesting characters, and a mystery that plays out that you don't feel like... It's a season-long mystery, but you don't feel like you get... Since it's only eight episodes, and you get an actual conclusion that feels right, you don't you don't feel like you're getting and you don't feel like you're getting strung along in the meantime, like the killing uh, did for <laughs> t- for two seasons uh, with with one mystery. I mean, it's told in a similar style of you know season long mystery, but you don't feel like every time they come across a clue that they. 
that that's the thing. They, it, it feels like you're actually watching an investigation take place. And, you know, in this small seaside town where, you know, something terrible like the death of a child uh, is being investigated, it's hard to say it's not exactly enjoyable, but a really good – if you're into mysteries and stuff like that and you haven't watched it, even though the guy is going to be reprising his role in the American version, I'd still probably say you should just watch this uh, instead. The guy. I'm totally David blanking Tennant. on it. Yes, David Tennant. Uh, <laughs> I, I blanked on his name. I was like, which one of the Doctor Who's was he? <laughs> you should never blank on Ten's name. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I didn't get big into Doctor Who till the switchover. For, Whatever. So Whatever. He, he's not my doctor. <laughs> as, he is as, the best doctor. As, as one might say. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, even with David Tennant taking on the same role in the Americanized version of the show, still a, a good uh, – if you like to, you know, sort of detective mis- interesting mysteries, it's a good uh, – it's a good series. And uh, how about how about you, Ray? Did I pick Did I pick for you correctly? <laughs> you did pick for me correctly, and I'm sure it will be a shock to everyone that I'm going to tell you to go out and buy the Psych season eight DVD. Even though Liz didn't love this season, <laughs> um, I got to finish my collection, so I got to go get it. In oh, fact, yeah. I wish it were out right now. I have to wait till the first. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my recommendation. You have to, you have to have a part of the collection if you've already got them all. So I agree. with I that. do. I was just counting them as I was sitting here listening to him talk about Rod Church. So I got to have that last one. <laughs> and then, but then, what are you going to do when they put out the the series set? They aren't the, going to put out a series with set. with the special Come bonus <laughs> DVD. <laughs> the box I'm going to have a problem. <laughs> the box I'm gonna set. I'm going to have a problem. I'm going to admit. If it comes in a pineapple-shaped box, I'm kidding. (laughs) That's right, with the DVD stacked, like, in the center. So you're taking a slice of pineapple. That's right. With each disc, (laughs) each disc looks like a slice of pineapple. We've designed designed the series set special edition box. Uh, And how about you, Liz? Um, I went with news radio. Seasons one and two. This is, um, you know, one of those rare shows that my husband and I actually watch together. Um, we ha- our tastes are so incredibly different in television. That once in a while, something will come along that we both just you know would sit down and. Um, this is one of them. Um, I love watching this. I, I I'm just really excited that they're coming out with both the first and second seasons because. I don't know, just going back and seeing all these characters, visiting all these characters again. And um, I I don't know. It it was always a funny, funny show. It was always something that, I don't know, all all the characters, you never knew what, you just never knew what the characters were going to come up with next. And I just loved them. I loved every one of them. And I'm happy. I can't wait. I can't wait for these. You loved every one of them, even Olivia's mother? Yeah, I know. Even Olivia, even Andy Dick, I really can't stand that guy. But on this show, he was so funny, yeah. so funny. Of the yeah, of the uh, ensemble comedies of that uh, of that era, it was definitely in the beginning. It was very good. Mm-hmm. All right, that will do it for 
episode 219. Uh, next week, I'll be joined by Joe Dilworth from the Flickcast and Kate Kolzik from the Televerse podcast. And uh, as always, you can find uh, links to the news stories and DVDs that we talked about, as well as where you can find Liz online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 219. Uh, and uh, either on Veronica Mars or The Blacklist, uh, what did you think about this final season of Psych? Uh, do you think Scandal's gone off the rails? Are you <laughs> are you happy to have Livin back? Let us know in the comments in the show notes or drop us a line at uh, feedback at tvtimes3.com and let us know whether you agreed or disagree with us on those shows we talked about. And the opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promenet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And thank you, Liz and Ray, for joining me on episode 219. My almost, pleasure. Almost went back thank in you. time there for a second. <laughs> we sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do. Watch TV and have a couple of...